Hello, New Haven, broadcasting live on 103.5 FM WNHHLP and worldwide from the studios on the corner of Elm and Orange here in New Haven and online at newhavenindependent.org. This is the Canolian Condition Sports Radio Hour with your hosts Vinnie Morrow and Joel Rudikoff. I'm Adam Joseph with this week's update. Major League Baseball has returned. Brock Holt went 2-4 for last night with five RBIs uh, in his first career Grand Slam as the Boston Red Sox rallied late to beat the Blue Jays uh, in Toronto 8-7. to Matt Barnes, not that Matt Barnes, pitched a scoreless inning uh, of relief to pick up the win. Craig, uh, Craig Krimbrell uh, got the got uh, his first uh, save of the season. Toronto's Drew Storen uh, was tagged with the loss. Uh, the Mets beat the Phillies Friday 7-2. Uh, Jacob deGrom was cruising through six innings uh, but was removed uh, from his season debut with a uh, feeling of stiffness underneath his right armpit. Uh, Lucas Duda, Michael Conforto, and Neil Walker had big hits for the Mets. And despite exiting after 76 pitches, DeGrom got the win. Uh, Ikoff got the loss. Uh, and other great Mets news, Zach Wheeler uh, is scheduled to have a minor procedure on Tuesday at the hospital for special surgery to remove a uh, suture knot in his right forearm caused by his 2015 Tommy John surgery. Uh, and the Yankees were shut out by the Tigers in Detroit yesterday afternoon, 4 to nothing. Jordan Zimmerman uh, making his Tigers debut was your winner. Luis Severino, your loser. <coughs> CC Sabathia makes his first start of the season Saturday afternoon against his uh, former Met great Mike Pelfrey. Turning to the NBA as the season winds down, the Knicks uh, beat the 76ers last night, 109-102. The Knicks now have 32 wins on the season, just six behind UConn, uh, UConn's women's basketball team. Of course, the Knicks have played uh, 54 uh, more games uh, than the Huskies. Uh, that was speaking, funny. Thanks. Speaking of which, congrats to the Huskies for winning their 11th championship. Uh, Nets lost to, Charlotte, to the Charlotte Hornets last night, 99-113. And if Golden State can win their last three games, they can top the Bulls' single-season win record. They'll take on Memphis today, the Spurs tomorrow, uh, and finish up with Memphis again on the 13th. We'll break down the NBA's final week with Cousin Mitch a little bit later today. Uh, Mitch, back. Finally, in English Premier League uh, news, Tottenham take on Manchester United. The Spurs start the weekend in second place, seven points behind uh, Leicester City. And in one final uh, sports update, assuming that you know you guys can promise not to comment afterwards, uh, warning track power. Uh, my team is leading Mike Johnson 10 to 1. Um, Elm City Inc. Vinny's uh, team is trailing Ken Sente's gravitational wave 5 to 7. I think if Ken wins, that means he's the chief of staff. And uh, the Benjamin Eli's uh, are ahead of Slapmaster General 6 to 3, uh, heading into the final two games of the weekend. So, gentlemen, we are back. It's a little it's fun to be back. Well, listeners. Have returned. Well, not sure the mics are working yet, but the, the that's mic, okay. The mics are definitely working. All right, there we go. Okay. Everyone's happy now. Well, listeners, we have returned after a brief hiatus. The Canolian Kish Sports Hour is back. About the dorms of Yale, Quinnipiac, the halls of the Legislative Office Building. People are rejoicing because we have returned. There we go. Joel may have unplugged his mic unintentionally earlier. So I think I unplugged it for him. <laughs> okay. I was I reminded how awful it is sitting across the table from him. <laughs> By the way, uh, beautiful artwork now on the table yeah, as well. Yeah, there's, a, uh, there's, like, a, there's a naked dude on the table. Like a Greek Greek bronze nude on the table. Well, they ask Paul about that one. Yeah, uh, that's it's. I know it's intimidating, Joel. So. <laughs> That was, me, that was like me back in college. You see the musculature? It's, uh, anyway, baseball has returned, gentlemen. Um, but, but listen, before we get into the into the baseball debacle, I mean, it's a long season. 
we'll get we'll have to hear Mets enough. The first thing we need to talk about, obviously, Quinnipiac Bobcats playing for the national championship tonight. Oh, how could I leave that out? How could you leave that out? Eight o'clock tonight, down in Tampa. Some of the rest of the degenerates that I went to college with um, tried to get down there, but I couldn't get, could not get flights. And when, uh, when you think hockey, you think Tampa. You, you know, think that's... Tampa, absolutely. I mean, like, because, you know, maybe they should be, you know what, nice place. They could have been playing this at the New Haven Coliseum. They, Thank you, right. John DeStefano. Glad, glad, okay, glad you're man, over it. I'm glad I'm over it. Listen, this is a big deal. This is a big deal. All right, Vin, you are, you are banned from... Uh, I was banned from alumni the, activities. The alumni golf tournament. I was. Are you, are you allowed to attend Quinnipiac University sporting events, or is there a restraining order against you? Have now, you been banned by the Quinnipiac No, no, I think, I, I think I, listen, I, I, you know, it's about 10 years ago, I, I, I served a five-year alumni uh, golf tournament suspension, but uh, it's been now lifted. Um, seriously, this is, but this is, this is a big deal for, for this school, uh, for the area. I mean, Yale a couple years ago, you know, Providence college, Courtney Cullinan's Providence college last year, won the national championship friend of the program. Um, but you know, for Quinnipiac to, to be in this position, I mean, they interviewed a couple of these kids who are playing, uh, none of them had ever heard of Quinnipiac until, you know, Rand Pecknold went out to, you know, Western Canada and started recruiting players. Um, you know, they're going. You know, they took they took out BC yesterday uh, on Thursday night, um, and now playing a perennial powerhouse in in college hockey in North Dakota. Um, this this is a to win this for that school. You know, will forever keep them on the map. This is a Division One national championship in you know what is a major sport. But this is not the Trinity, whatever the hell they are. You know. Badminton or oh, yeah, squash, no, whatever, no, the squash. Squash, squash, squash. whatever the hell they are. I mean, this is hockey. I mean, you know, as much as you know, we all make fun of hockey. This is still hockey. I mean, this is this is a this is a national championship. They're playing for a national championship. This is a big deal tonight. No, I agree. I mean, you know, it's a badge of honor. Quin- Two things put Quinnipiac on the map. Well, three. First, I mean, the red house that you guys had when you were undergrads, but that that has since been. Demolished. Demolished by the administration. Thank you, John Leahy. Uh, showing publicly. Was that, that, that was after the exorcism? Yes. <laughs> it was after the exorcism. Quinnipiac publicly turned the corner from the from the old days and raised the red house on the corner. The second thing is the Quinnipiac poll. The polling institute at Quinnipiac is very famous. But the third thing, oh, actually, the, the third thing is the Ray and Mike's Cheesesteak, the best cheesesteak in New Haven County. That is not true, but go ahead. Pre- Primo Pizza, the number <laughs> oh, one. Come on. Oh. But then you I'm have gonna, the, Quinnipiac, hit you with the naked guy next to me. The Quinnipiac mm. hockey team. <laughs> but we know that no Quinnipiac students are listening right now because they're all still sleeping. <laughs> okay. Or destroying something. Unless they haven't gotten to sleep yet. Right. Which is possible. Uh but yeah, no, it's a big thing. I mean, I'm envious. You know. I mean, my alma mater, alma mater, Chicago Law. What we had Obama speaking there yesterday, you know, but we're not hockey champions. First of all, that that is your law school. I mean, Get it? That is Get your it? that is your law school. That's right. You went to undergrad right. at the State University of New Jersey, Rutgers University. 
I'm from we violated the. We could probably walk to the Yukon Stadium at from our house. Yukon Stadium. Yukon Stadium. I'm not Yukon Quinnipiac. But the the Quinnipiac campus navigator. is less than yeah. a mile away. Exactly. You're not Garmin, kid. Obviously. <laughs> kid, get a Garmin. Obviously, radio hostability uh, is genetic. Yes, obviously. We all hope that Benjamin host. had taken after Robin, but unfortunately... <laughs> right, we live close she to... Is he is definitely Joel's son. We live close to, close to Quinnipiac. Benjamin got an early, early decision when he was... After second grade, he got accepted to Quinnipiac. Uh, you he know, I, th th this is now Yale. All right, go sit in the corner now. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this is big. This this was a program. I mean, this was a program that was just built over the last couple of years that became a national powerhouse. Uh, you know, when when you when you look at the other programs out there, your University of Minnesota's, your you know BCs, your BUs, Harvard. I mean, North uh, Dakota. I, I, I mean, this, this, this is, is this was a, this was a big effort. Jack McDonald, the, uh, the the AD, and John Lee, he made a big decision to go D1. They built a world-class, you know, facility. They got into a great hockey league. Um, you know, this is this is the net result of all of that, you know. Right, right. The Frozen Four is now part of the sporting nomenclature. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, you know, this is, you know, this is 8 o'clock ESPN2 tonight. Um, you know, national championship game. What's bigger, college hockey or professional golf. We did an update. Knit, half Knish did an update. Half Knish. He didn't even mention the Masters. The Masters. The Masters, the Masters Championship at Augusta. The the premier major of the PGA. It's not even worthy of mention Tiger at, the, at the Cannoli anymore. and Knish Sports Hour update. Listen, I'm just a man of the people. And Let me ask you uh, this. I'm not a country club sport kind of guy. Vin. I'm not a I'm not a tennis. No, I'm not a squash. I'm sure uh, country club Rob or Range Rover Rob is probably upset about this whole thing. Country club know. Rob is. Hey, for all I know, he's at Augusta. Right, could be. I saw him. They're uh, not running right. numbers. At, he might be at Augusta, running the probability of a Jordan Spieth championship. All right, Vin. Can you name five PGA golfers? Absolutely. Go. That are currently playing? Yes. <laughs> so I kick out like Nicholas and Palmer. No. Palmer no. And... Current yeah. PGA golfers. Can I name five? I, I, yeah, I sure can. But you won't. Yeah. Like, you know, wasn't there a guy named Bubba? Bubba. Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson. Uh, the Jordan. Jordan Spieth. Jordan Michael Spieth. Jordan. Jordan Spieth. Uh, who was the one that was uh, who's the guy engaged who drinks, to? Who, who's who's the, the guy who drinks beer all the time? Uh, McElroy. Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy drinks yeah. beer? Yeah, I think so. Okay. That's uh, good. Right, wasn't he engaged to Caroline Wozniacki? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. dumped Caroline Wozniacki. Like via text message, right? Just like <laughs> short That's... loser. I don't know if I'd call him a loser, man. I... Uh, hey, he he could... kick... Look, he, he can't be dumping Caroline Wozniacki, okay? Uh, All right, so that's three. Sergio. Sergio Garcia. Yeah, I mean, I know the first names, right? I mean, like, you know, I'm not, I'm no Jim Nance here. I'm just saying. Hello, friends. Yeah. Hey, uh, by the way, what's with him giving out his tie? Do you see that story at the Final Four? He gives some kid his tie after every game. Jim Nance? Yeah. Did you see that story? Yeah. It's, it's it, weird. It's creepy. It's weird. I do that after our show. I give out my pair of white sneakers, the white <laughs> New Balance. And your cool khakis. <laughs> I... I give out my white New Balance sneakers. To what is he? You, you, he, he's like he's like Kobe. He signs he signs his New Balance and hands them out to people. He, he gives away the khakis. What is he? Porky picking it down the street afterwards. <laughs> Let me tell you, coming Walking in down. here, 
Coming Orange. in here this morning, the paparazzi were lined up all the way down Orange Street. This was supposed to be a secret comeback for the show. It, it very uh, well may be. I don't know if anybody's listening. No. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> no. We have 12 listeners who are riveted. And that includes extended family members who are riveted to the radio right now. Uh, mine stopped listening. Yep, mine too. <laughs> so anyway, more importantly, Masters, nobody cares. Nobody. No. Nobody cares. Right. I because mean, of Tiger Woods. Because Tiger Woods. Absolutely. These guys all... And by the way, I was listening to the fan on the way in this morning, you know, our competition and... Our colleagues. Our colleagues. Our colleagues. <laughs> at WFAN. And they're basically saying the equipment has, has rendered like, you know... Augusta National, uh, uh, you know, an easy course for these guys. You know, these guys are hitting the ball like 350 yards. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but, you uh, know, so, <laughs> but no one cares about golf. Yeah, but, I mean, think about this. I mean, so we care more about college hockey. By the way, you never even mentioned that the UConn women basketball team won its, like, 61st national championship. Except I did, and you, you appreciated the joke, too, yeah, uh, right. during yeah. the update. They won their 11th. Congratulations your to the UConn women. Are, your updates are strangely forgettable. Yeah. I gotta wow. tell you, I, I had a good one last time. You weren't oh. here. You were. You forgot he was, to record it. Actually, but, you know. yeah, it oh, yeah, right, because we had like 25 firemen and policemen in the studio. <laughs> and we were drinking McCallum. That was a lot, like, a lot of bipolar uh, shows yeah. than us. I, had, I think I had a Mensa meeting that morning. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. I was I was at like NASA figuring out, I don't know, something. There was something going on. So I had to miss the big Chiefs Cup show. Speaking of which, New Haven Fire, Fire Department. Department. Big win. Huge win. Big Fire. Win. Uh, Fire. Uh, Fire. <laughs> you really wow. need to take your red one. Wow. <laughs> we wow. can walk. Uh, we can walk to the Yukon Stadium. You can walk oh, no, that line's already. <laughs> 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 big no, win. It was a big great win Chiefs by the Cup. Great it was a great Chiefs game. Cup. It was a great game. Uh, a lot of people. Frozen for good, good money. And we have now talked about hockey more than we've talked about it for the entire the entirety of this show. Let's get to the Mets. No, let's not get to the Shall Mets. Shall we? <laughs> let's get to the number one franchise yep. in professional sports. Uh, start of the season in World Series form. And we went, start of the season. We, we went from 12 listeners down to five. What's start he said? of the season. Once he said Mets. Start of the season with uh, much of the way they ended it with Yoinus uh, kicking the ball around in the outfield. I will say that he's opening day was so traumatic. It was He's a disaster. The first inning, Yoenis Cespedes drops a ball in the outfield. Uh, Matt Harvey coughs up a run. Eric Hosmer, Hosmer. Hosmer. It's a it's a ground ball through the through the shift to drive in a run. How's the David? Only, how's uh? How's Daniel Murphy doing? By the, the only way? thing <laughs> missing from that inning was a Daniel Murphy error. How's how's Daniel Murphy doing? By the way, he's has on he the ma- Nationals. Has he made an out yet? Uh, has Neil Walker, his replacement, made an out yet? Look, when you play second base, there's one key to playing the position: you have to be able to catch the ball. Okay. We were at Game Four of the World Series. I don't know if people remember that or not. Oh my! That God. was the that was the Bill Buckner equivalent when the ball went under Daniel Murphy's glove. Benji and I had a perfect view from Section Five Fifty Five. The Mets get swept or they win a game. Oh, they won a game. <laughs> I can't remember. I honestly, God, can't remember. Was it five or was it four games? It Let me tell you what. We're not going to be talking about this year. We're not going to be use the word jinx this year. Listen, There's man. no more jinxes. I'm not going to pretend the Mets aren't the best team in the National League. It is a season. Okay, let me just tell you this. Oh God! Last Sunday, oh, I'm actually going to fall asleep on this microphone. I mean, if, if, if you know, <laughs> listen, we, we can take a right turn and say if we're talking about New York second baseman Starlin Castro, 
great opening week. All right, let, let, let's, let's start from the beginning with baseball for a second before you go off on yet another Mets rant. Okay. Let's start from the beginning. Because, again, it's only an hour show. Yeah. Okay. Thank God. Plus, we have we have cousin Mitch coming on. Thank God. Oh. This is like a <laughs> ratings goal. This is like a whole Rudikoff family reunion. This is the yeah. third Seder. Yeah. Any relatives you haven't had on the show? Oh, yet? Whatever the hell. Robin going to call in. <laughs> third. I, what is, I don't even know what the hell he's talking about. Isn't something like a Jewish holiday or something? Should you have to leave or something today? Yeah. No. Damn. It. No. Passover's coming up. So you're not going to be here for that show. I think I might be actually. Oh, oh damn yeah. it. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Start. Start at the beginning. Abner Doubleday <laughs> has a peach basket. All right. Let, let's start. Wait, I'm serious. We'll, we'll do a little prediction time. We'll, we'll save the National League because we already know where you're going to be on this. <laughs> yes, we do. Right. American League. <sighs> Who's going to come out of the American League? What's your predictions? Coming out of the American League is going to be... Let's start with the uh, American League East. Boston Red Sox. Oh, all right. I don't think so, but uh, I'm actually really? gonna. Um, I think Toronto and New York are gonna come down to the wire. I don't have faith in Baltimore, but just because I don't think they can ever put it together. I don't know. They haven't lost the game yet. I'll tell you that. Toronto, look, Tulowitzki is gonna get injured. Uh they have aging. They have Batista and Encarnacion, who are I personally feel are big injury risks. Donaldson I think the Red Sox. Stud. Yeah, he's an absolute stud, but the Red Sox. Up and down the lineup. They are just... They can't get anybody out after David Price. Unless they turn their pitching around, it's going to be a bad year for Boston. It's going to be they, a bad year for Boston. They have the best closer in baseball. Well, yeah, I'm sorry, the best closer that you know didn't commit you know, domestic, domestic violence, violence and sh- shoot off a gun in his you know garage. But no, I'm serious. What I team mean, is that guy on? The, the, Red, the, oh, yeah. the Red Sox, the if they can't get like, you know, a couple of these guys to perform you know, after David Price, they got a big problems. What have they ever had Beck, pitching now? Uh, when they had Lester and Lackey and Beckett. I mean, they had, you know, of course, you know, that was the fried chicken year, but that's okay. Right. But I mean, look, does does mm, Toronto have pitching? Delicious. No, Toronto has Marcus Stroman. And the guy got lit up last four night. Four other guys. But uh, listen, I mean, uh, listen, Toronto, Aaron Sanchez, Marcus Stroman. Uh, oh, yeah. Warner I mean, they're, 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 they're young. Sanchez, yeah, yeah. Of course I did. So, uh, they're listen, young, I, I, listen I, the Red Sox lineup. Is as good as it comes. They could score 850 runs this year. I don't, you know, but it's for them, it's about the, the pitching. Right. What about the Central? Uh, right. Yeah. Cleveland, Detro- <laughs> Cleveland, Cleveland, Detroit, Detroit Minnesota. I'm going to oh, say Minnesota's Cleveland. Be- the trio of starting pitchers in Cleveland uh, is potentially second only to the greatest pitching staff in the history oh, of baseball. God. Yeah, stop with this Mets thing. I haven't even started yet. Uh, I'm gonna go sleep. No, but uh, no, but no, but seriously, uh, White I Sox mean, made a lot of moves. Yeah, but the Cleveland pitching staff is fantastic. Salazar, Royals. Kluber, that they, other guy. They gonna be able to knock off the Royals? I mean, Kansas City. Oh, that's as, right, Kansas City. As, 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 they, as they used to say, you know, on the wire, if you come I, at the King, you best not miss. I mean, they are okay, top dog right Kansas now. Kansas City, Kansas City. They showed. Against the Mets in the first two games. I mean, they're just they're the best team in the American League. Uh, I want them to make the World Series. I want them again. Things are going to be different this time. But anyway, let's let's keep going. They're, on. they're fun to watch. I, I have questions about their pitching too. I mean, you yeah. know, they're 
their rotation, you know, is who is, you know, Yernando Ventura? Is he going to, you know, show up or, or not? You know, is he going to be the guy with the five and a half ERA or is he going to be the, you know. What about the West? Uh, does someone have to come out of the West? <laughs> the uh, Astros. Astros. The Texas. Houston Astros. Although I will say the Astros did not look very good in their opening series. I mean, they even lost to the Yankees. And the Yankees are just a dumpster fire. You know, first week of the season, playing, think, in a, playing in a cold. No, the Yankees The Yankees are going to contend this season. A big controversy last night. The Yankees benched their number three, four, and five hitters. They benched Alex Rodriguez, Brian McCann, and who's the other guy? Some other old guy. Oh, Carlos Beltran. I was going to say, they're old. This is, that. that's, you know. That, it's the third game. It's the fourth yeah, game of the season, but it was, for God's sake. It sakes. was back-to-back games. They flew halfway oh, across. Oh, back-to-back games. It's the fourth game of the season. They flew halfway across the country. It was an afternoon. It was a one o'clock start. You know. Let I'm, me tell you. If you had taken Adam Jr. to the game, uh, and you went there to see, like, there was no McCann. Well, I probably wouldn't have gone to no Detroit A-Roy. to see the game. But, you know. What? So I wouldn't have gone to Detroit to see the game. Whatever. <laughs> All right. But, uh... Yeah, so I'm thinking that uh, the Astros come out of the West. Are there any other divisions? You think the Angels put it together? I mean, I, I think they're pitching. They're a disaster. Doesn't really stack up again, but, you know, this this could be a last hurrah for sort of pool halls. You've got, you know, the, maybe the second best player in the league in Mike Trout. Um, second best? I think Vinny would tell you, you that Bryce. Mark, I think, Bryce, I think Mark Bryce Harper. Vinny would tell you that Bryce Harper is probably the best player in the league. Mike Trout is undoubtedly the best player in the league. Well, listen, he's from Jersey. I undoubtedly. agree. Undoubtedly. But not even close. Bryce Harper had one good season. I, I will grant you, it was a historically good season. Mike Trout was the consensus number one pick in every fantasy baseball draft. Okay. Harper was not even the consensus number two pick. Goldschmidt. <clears throat> Paul yeah, Goldschmidt. Okay, but in real life, I would take Bryce Harper. Every day. If you're starting a team tomorrow. So you're starting a New Haven Beer League softball team. Yeah, you take Bryce Harper every day of the week. I'm taking Mike Trout. I think you guys should fight. Determine, you know. Who are you taking? Adam, who are you taking? I'd be happy to. Adam? Uh, I mean, listen, I like Trout. He's from New Jersey. Um, But I think he, I think, I think Harper is is your middle of the lineup guy. I mean, I think that that Trout's exciting, but, you know, Harper will put up 45 home runs, uh, you know, potentially. I, I don't think, I don't think Trout. Benj, who are you taking? Trout, by Mike, far. Mike Trout. I wonder if we can get into an Adam LaRoche situation here. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to ban me from being my son? You know? I'm gonna, like I'll that. retire. I'll retire. I'm going to walk away from the $15 million a year that Paul Bass is paying me. If I can't bring my son Benjamin and Eli when like, he's available. You know what? I like this. All right. You know, little Adam LaRoche, you know. All right, you'll, you'll send out the Instagram photo. We are a family <laughs> program. You'll have you'll have Benj in the khakis and white sneakers. That's you know, right. You guys walking side by side around wearing the, the same thing. He's not welcome around the clubhouse. All right, <clears throat> all right. I'm just saying, you know. Okay, let's go to the National there, League. Option. All right, we'll we'll save the National League East for last because it's, it's so obvious. Right, because it's so obvious. Let's go NL West. Dodgers going to do it again? I say Giants. Say Giants. Anybody like Arizona? Vin? No, Arizona is no. Did Not something AJ, happen to Arizona? Yeah, yeah. Did no. they lose someone yeah. that I traded to? <laughs> All right, Vin. Oh, God. NL- You're killing the show. AJ Pollock. 
NL yeah. Central. Dodgers. Dodgers. Dodgers got the best lineup up and down. I'm saying, I don't know. There's something about the Dodgers. The Giants are just winners. I mean, the Dodgers have one of the best DL teams, you know, in the league to start the season. They had a bunch of guys hurt. The Dodgers pay their DL players more than the average starting roster on most teams. These guys have like and a... Where is Carl Crawford, by the way, these days? Carl Crawford is starting in left field. Yeah. Uh, he, he took over when, when Ethier broke his leg. Right. They have like their, their $25 million horrible starting left fielder, Andre Ethier, go down. So now they have their $25 million a year horrible backup left fielder. I mean, like, these guys are a disaster. Just like the Angels. Artie Moreno... These Los Angeles teams just spend money like it's going out of style. I'm going to say the uh, San Francisco Giants. They're, they're uh, winners. Central? Winners. I still like the Dodgers. I do. So do I. Central, despite their toughest, disastrous... Pro probably, Central, probably the toughest division to come out of. Cubs. Cubs having a disastrous injury. Cardinals. Pirates. Pirates. I mean, you have three teams there that could win 90 games. I'm saying the Cubs. Okay, the Cubs. I don't know if you mentioned this in the... Did you mention this in the Open? Kyle Schwarber? No, I thought we'd get to it. I try to keep it local. Kyle Schwarber, the stud left fielder slash catcher. He hit 16 homers in like 16 games last year. The guy has the most prodigious power in baseball. Is out for the season. Yeah. He ran into Dexter Fowler in the outfield. He the, tore his the ACL. Guy's a, the guy's a DH. Yeah. He, he traded he, to an American League team immediately. He doesn't have a position. He's he not suffered, a good catcher. He's he not suffered a good outfielder. A, a, a football running back injury. He tore his ACL, LCL, MCL. Right. Everything with the CL in his knee is torn. He's gone for the season. I'm still saying the Cubs, though. All right. You, you can't really have portly guys in the outfield like that. No. And they should be running. I mean, like, if he has to run for a ball, he should just say, Dexter, you catch it. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, that's... That should be the answer. Yep. The, the no, thing I is, mean, Schwarber, this like tank, smashes into Dexter Fowler. And he's the one who gets hurt. And Schwarber's the one who gets <laughs> yes, injured. Right. Now, I mean, the Cubs have good outfield depth uh, with Solaire and... Exactly. Baez. Baez. That's yeah. why, despite losing Schwarber... All right, so they are predicted the over-under on the Cubs' wins for the season is 92.5. Take the over or the under. Oh, over... By far, okay. By far, He's, yeah, yeah. Like one hundred and two yes. wins. Look, these are the these are the hated Cubs. I hate the Cubs, but I'm saying Lonsman, Theo Epstein put together a team. They are the deepest team, the All second right. deepest team. So the Mets, the Mets, eighty nine and a half. That is an insulting disgrace of an over under. They are going to be over easily. Tell me if anybody disagrees with that. I will. I I will say they don't win. They don't win ninety games. First of all, okay. So yeah, you, I'll, I'll take the under too. You owe me you. a bottle of Santa Margarita. Do I? As I recall from okay. a bet we had on the Super Bowl. Oh, he's, right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go double or nothing. Is that a box or a bottle? Yeah, I think it's a box. Oh, it's the finest Pinot Grigio for under nine dollars. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think it's 22. Look, uh, it's not a twist off. It's not in a box. It's Santa Margarita Pinot Grigio, enjoyed by royalty, presidents. 89 and a half. Also, 89 so, and a half. Just, you know, 
just to show you that this is this is this is not going to be as easy as you think. Washington Nationals. Let's see how run around them. Under eighty nine and a half. That's right. So they're they I mean. So he, the, he, the here's Mets the, are better than the Nationals. The, here's what the Mets have going for them: Philly Bad. and Atlanta Bad. are awful. Bad. Awful teams. They should be playing the Rockcats, who I should have probably included in the update, but didn't. They are awful I mean, not the Rockcats, the Yard Goats. The Yard Goats. They're Whatever. awful teams, Whoever right? they are. I mean, Philly awful. has... They, neither one of them won a game yet. Correct. They're they have bad. not won a game yet, right? So, season's early. Philadelphia, maybe by mid-season, some of these young kids are playing better. Atlanta is going to be an awful team this year. Awful. I mean, there's no... They're, they're, their guys are too far away. They're new guys that they traded for all year. Too far away. They're going to be an awful team. So the Mets get to play these two teams. Freddie Freeman's nineteen. Oh, Freddie Freeman's three teams. Like ready to well, how about the Marlins too? You know, Marlins. I'm not going to put in that category yet. Uh, but for those two teams, they the Mets play them two teams four almost forty times. That's right. So eighty nine and a half, and you get to play those two awful teams forty times. That's why I took the over, right. and I'm going to have two bottles of Santa Margarita Pinot so, Grigio at the end of the season. That being said, Marlins. Not a bad team. Especially they activate bombs. Right. <laughs> Marlins right. are not a bad team. Giancarlo, Mike, Giancarlo, a.k.a. Mike Stanton, will be on the disabled list. At some point. By mid-May. At some point, right. Kristen Yelich, a former Elm City Inc. favorite. Yes. Can't hit the ball in the air. He has the highest ground ball rate. Marcelo Ozuna. Ozuna. Disgrace. D. Gordon's their best player. Disgrace. It's <laughs> yeah, like wow. the word of the day here. Wow. You throw that around at home too? No. No, he's not, he's not, allowed, he's not allowed to use bad words at home. No. Um so you got you so you so the Mets are gonna play these two awful teams forty times. The Nationals, I gotta tell you, Matt Williams is gone. Dusty Baker, the ultimate players manager, Matt Scherzer. Strasburg is getting ready for free agency. Um, Murphy, I mean, so long as he keeps his head halfway on straight, they got a good defense. They have a tremendous offense, and they have the best player in the National League. I'll, you know, you trial for the American League, that's fine. Yeah. But they have the best player in the Amer- National League right now, Bryce Harper. And he wants it, right? I mean, there's a guy, he's a little bit off. He's 21, 22 years old. This guy wants it. I mean, he wants to be, he wants to hit 50 home runs, hit 320, knock in 140 runs. I mean, he wants it. He's going to play every day. I mean, this guy is dangerous to the Mets. I mean, you know. He may be being choked in the clubhouse right now by like Jonathan Papelbon for all we know. I, I think, listen, I think that's last year's team. I mean, I think Matt Williams. They have the same people. It doesn't matter. Dusty Baker is going to be a huge difference in that team. Dusty Baker is going to make a huge difference for that team. He's not going to tolerate that stuff. He's going to let these guys do what they want to do. He's not. A, Matt Williams was the. He threw the gasoline on a very talented team and implode and he blew them up himself. You know, with his old school crap baseball. This is how you do it. You, you know, can't have fun. You can't I mean, have fun. I mean, like this. I mean, he was the single reason why that team imploded. You have now have Dusty Baker who coached. Cubs. I think cousin Mitch oh. is now calling in. All right, well, you know, should I answer it or should I not answer it? Yeah. All right, uh, I say you answer it. All right, I guess we answer it. 
I think Mitch is just playing. Whoa. 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 Oh. Whoa. Mitch. Mitch? Mitch could be in the bathroom and we hear the echo. Uh, I think our technology. Oh, this, uh, this is great. This yeah, sounds no, like, this like is, an outer space. I'm going to hang up. Mitch, call back. Um, listen, I think the, I think the Nationals are going to put, I mean, they're going to be a good team this year. I mean, and you know, this is actually going to be fun to watch because you can't watch any of the Yankee games. We should get into that, by the way. Uh, hold on, Mitch is calling back. Can you hear us, Mitch? Mitch? Nope. Whoa. Mitch. <laughs> Mitch. Well, anyway. Well, sorry, Mitch. It's good talking to Mitch. Mitch. Well, Mitch, we'll get you next time. We'll get you for the NBA preview next next fall. Maybe. <laughs> I'll see him at the... For, okay. The first thousand callers... To the to the program. I plugged this in the right hole there, right? The first thousand callers question. who can name ten professional golfers qualify for a drawing to go to the second Seder at Cousin Mitch's house in East Brunswick, New Jersey. If Mitch calls back, I think I think we'll have him. Okay. You can hear Uncle Jerry lead the service. Yeah, about Uncle Jerry. Jerry? Uncle Uncle Jerry reading from the Jerry's Maxwell House Haggadah. It's a it's a great seder at, at Mitch and Allison's Jerry? in Brunswick. If he doesn't get the call back in, oh god, Mitch is calling back. All in. right, let's give it a shot this time. Mitch, are you Mitch? there? Yes. Oh, ah! Shalom, my friend. And the seder is complete. Verizon Wireless. Right. We thought you were too busy preparing for the second seder. Mitch, don't say anything bad about Verizon. They're a major sponsor of this program. <laughs> as as is Manischewitz. The, the, yep, uh, the official the official grape Passover wine of oh, the God. <laughs> sports program. This is like drilling a hole in my head. How you All doing, right. Mitch? How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good, guys. How you guys doing? Living the dream. We have come to the end of the season. And yet no one even noticed off. it started. Mitch is here for the NBA uh, report. Honestly, the NBA... This season, the playoffs are nothing but excitement, usually. Uh, I can hear it in your voice. Get ready for the playoffs. <laughs> I'm, I'm on pins and needles waiting for this one, Mitch. <laughs> All right, give us a little update. Break it down, Mitch. If you remember, I think our first call, I said the team that would surprise you who could win 50 games are the Celtics, and they seem to be on course to win almost 50 games, and they have a shot at it. You are Nostradamus. Uh, <laughs> you are Mitch Stradamus. Uh, next year, you won't be laughing too much at the Celtics because thanks to the Brooklyn Nets, they can wind up having the number one pick, Ooh. along with the talent they already have. Are they are they drafting but, Brianna Stewart? Yeah, who who is the number one pick? Brianna Stewart. Brianna Stewart. Yeah. Number one will be Ben Simmons. No, somewhere yeah. uh, close. If they keep him, and there's also that rumor that they would trade the number one and a couple other parts to get uh, Cousins over to Boston, which would make them a pretty dominant team, especially in the East. LeBron may be looking for a new home if that happens. (laughs) It's true. But at this point, you know, you have Cleveland locked up at the first seed, uh, Toronto second, Atlanta third, and here's where it gets interesting. Uh, Miami has seems. Miami seems to have Cleveland's number uh, of battling for the fourth or fifth seed and the sixth seed. If they get into the fourth or fifth seed, 
uh, they fall into the same bracket as Cleveland. So Cleveland may not have as easy a shot at moving to the finals. Is that because LeBron, when he goes to Miami, Miami, spends a little too too much time on South Beach? You know what I think? I think when he goes to Miami, he does not have the killer instinct that he has in other places. Either that Uh, or he's hanging out at the Clevelander till 4 in the morning. Well, he doesn't want to piss off Dwayne. Right, he's playing yeah. Xbox at Dwayne Wade's house until like four in the morning before the game. Pat yeah. Riley comes in with his like five rings. Right. He's he's just a different player when he play, plays Miami. So they're in the same bracket. Cleveland may not have a, a quick walk in there. Uh, we don't have to talk about the Knicks because uh, they don't even have a pick this year. That was a brilliant move by them. So they're way out of this. And honestly, if you look at the future, I... I as funny as it sounds, sounds like the 76ers have a better future than the Knicks. The Knicks are a dumpster fire. They are a disaster. Yeah, that is the second dumpster <laughs> fire reference today. There is nothing that I mean, can help them. Everybody's a critic. Anything. Would, would you, you know, call them a disgrace? Talking, disgrace. You know, I, the big rumor I hear is that they are thinking, or they're trying to get uh, Camelo to wave the no trade, trade him with Cleveland for... Uh, Kyrie, uh, you you heard it here Kyrie, first. And if my sources around the league confirm that that there's a big Carmelo Kyrie transaction in the works, that would be impressive. I think we can see that. All right, Mitch. Let's talk but about the only just, conference that matters. Let's talk about the West. Okay, the West is all that matters. Yeah, the, Met, the, the West right. is I mean, all that matters here. Nobody Golden cares State who comes right out now. of the East. They're not going to win either way. Oh, no, no, unless unless. Whoever comes out of the West is hurting. Okay, so you know, unless something happens. All right, Mitch. Oklahoma City. Nobody beats the West. Oklahoma City, Golden State, or San Antonio. I don't see OKC. OKC loses games in the fourth quarter. I don't see that uh, helping them in the finals or the conference finals. I don't see them. I don't see them beating Golden State or San Antonio. If both Golden State and San Antonio are healthy. The, the thing that goes to Golden State's favor is that in the seven-game series, the home court is going to be with them. I think Golden State and San Antonio would be a seven-game series if both teams are healthy. And I think Golden State beats them. I don't think they beat them 4-0. I think that they beat them four games to three. Uh, so you are, you let's are, talk you about know, Golden State for a second. You are seven games Golden State, State, State. Is, I think they're running some of their guys into the ground because they're playing them uh, to win these 72, 73 games. Which is just and so And I'm not stupid. so sure how important that is. Let's talk about this. My sources around the league tell me that there's You're a big a controversy, <laughs> a big controversy right now in Golden State where Steve Kerr wants to rest some of the players over the next three games, and the players do not want that. They want to go for 73. So my first question I to you, cousin Mitch. Because these are young guys. They're yeah. young guys. For okay, first question: Do you think what is your? You are the NBA prognosticator of the Canoli and Knish show. Do you think Golden State is going to win seventy three games? Yes or no? I think Golden State's going to win seventy two games. Oh, I think they win tonight. I think they lose in San Antonio and win the last game. I think they win 72, but the problem with that doesn't mean anything if they ran their guys into the ground. I mean, they got to get Curry some rest. I mean, Curry has been great all season, but 
the last week and a half or two weeks, he has not been great. Um, I mean, they got to get some of these guys some rest. They have to, and they're not doing that. And the NBA, the, the playoffs in the NBA, unlike other, other playoffs, these guys play super, super hard. And, you know, you have to give these guys a little bit of rest and not. And I think if anything's going to get Golden State, it's going to be going for these 73 wins and coming up a little short on in terms of winning the 73 games because that's going to take something out of them also because they had their heart set on winning 73 games this year. Listen, I, I, think, you can, uh, I think you can rest your, your players against either the Jazz or the Rockets, you know, whoever they play in the first round. I mean, true. I, I mean, mean you're, you're going to first round the, now looks like I don't think they're going to get the Rockets. You know, I, I think Utah is going to win it. But I mean, if they get the Rockets, you know, Harden can get uh, Harden can get hot. I mean, they could win a game or two, but I don't see anybody beating them more than a game or two. All right, Mitch, let me ask you something. You go back, you go back a long way. You know, so, you were following basketball when like Bob Cousy was dribbling down the court. For the Celtics, but I, I think I start with Julius Serving in NBA. Uh, <laughs> I think so, that's where I start. So you saw the Chicago Bulls, the Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls. Yes. Uh, yes. I am of the opinion that that Chicago Bulls team is far superior to this Golden State Warriors team. Can I ask you a question before you you go down that path? Yes. How many yes, actual sir. Golden State games have you watched? Two. Mm-hmm. I've watched. So you've I've watched, watched two <laughs> games. But you're unequivocally watched, saying that the 1996 Chicago Bull team would win. Wait, uh, what, Mitch? How many have you watched? Well, you know what? Mitch has watched uh, plenty. Between eight, between eight and ten, I've watched quite a few. Eight and ten. Okay. And what's I, your I, opinion, Mitch? I, I'm just asking. Here's Mitch. my opinion. Ready? <laughs> yes. I think if you look back, the rules were different. You were able to hand check. You were able to, you know, somebody went down the lane. You pushed them into the fourth row. Uh, hey Mitch, speaking of, of knocking people into the fourth row, did you ever watch that ESPN Bad Boys episode uh, with the, the Detroit Pistons? Yes, Detroit Pistons would have beat Golden State using the rules that the Detroit Pistons were allowed. That to was use. I got to tell you that thirty for thirty was fantastic on the on, on the Pistons. I didn't realize that that Pistons team really was the bridge. They beat. They ended up beating. They took out Bird in the Celtics. They took out. Um, Jordan and the Bulls, and they took out uh, Magic and the and the and the Lakers. I mean that. Well, you have to remember they they well, caught all of, they caught they caught Bird and they caught Bird and Magic at the end of their careers, and they were the ones who stopped yes. Jordan in the beginning. I mean that's an interesting well, dynamic that that, 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 that those two Bulls, teams really got you know. But when they got the Bulls, uh, they did beat the Bulls, but Scotty Scotty Pippen wound up getting a migraine. Right. Uh, I'm just Shout saying. I mean, like game. that's an interesting. If you didn't team. get the migraine, that would never have happened. Right, but I mean, there. I, I mean, mean, that's an interesting. It's an interesting year because well, that one year they took out all they three of those the superstars. Rules. If you remember, they changed the whole rules of the NBA because of how the Pistons were playing. Yeah, absolutely. Because I mean, you got Ricky Mahorn becoming, like knocking people over, which you know. Yeah, it was becoming more of a, a physical game to where you were getting fights almost every game. I mean, there was no, I mean, there was no showmanship. I mean, it, it was just. I, I, listen, I agree. I mean, I, listen, I, you know, I think, you know, no one likes Isaiah Thomas or Bill Lambert, but it, I thought it was a, it was a fascinating show because they, I mean, the, well, that team really was Michael, the bridge. 
that's how Michael built up his body because he was a skinny kid coming into yeah. the NBA. He built up his body because he knew he was going to have to be you know, in, in that documentary, guys. he fully admits, you know, if it wasn't for the Pistons, he would not have become the player he was because he went in and worked out hard before and after games, understanding that the, the pounding he was going to take by the Pistons. But I, I just thought it was interesting. If, this is the point. Golden State is not built for that type of thing. They could not have beaten nah, the Pistons. No, none of these teams are built for that. And they could, not, they could not have beaten the Bulls because you have to remember the Bulls won their championships, not on offense. The Bulls won, Bulls won their championships on defense. They won games 83-78. I mean, Michael would still score 35 which points, is what, so which they did is, not win games 120, 118. No, so which is my, but this is my question then. Oklahoma City with with Westbrook and Durant, That's they remind me more of the Bulls than anybody else. Why can't that team put a run no, together? Here's why. The they Bulls don't play defense. Played, yeah, the Bulls played defense. They Cousin locked down. They had Ron Harper, <laughs> a six-foot-six-inch guard who was – I mean, just a definite stopper. Jordan was a stopper. Pippen was a stopper. Dennis Rodman, Rodman for God's sakes. Dennis Rodman was the best defensive player of his era other than Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, and he was on those teams. Well, don't forget one thing. The first Bulls that won the three, three in a row, the first three in a row, was better than the second three in a row because they had a young Michael, a young Pippen. A horse Grant in his prime. Oakley. John Paxson. Had, Oakley wasn't part of those teams. Yeah, but I mean, they had it. these guys Whatever. in their prime. Horace Grant was 26 <laughs> for, years old. He was a player. Thanks for, thanks for playing. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been off the air for, for a while. I'm off my game. All right, Mitch. So we'll have Jan again uh, around uh, finals time. We'll see if you, your prediction is right. What do you, you're, calling, uh, you're calling Golden State in, in uh, Cleveland, right? I think it's going to say Cleveland or Miami. If I mean, if Miami? Bosch was back, I'd call it Miami. But Bosch, I don't think it's coming back. So wow. you got to go with LeBron's got to win this. If he doesn't win this, at least get to the finals. It's almost embarrassing. It is not almost. It would be an embarrassment to LeBron. All right. All right. We'll talk about this at the second Seder. Give my yes. best to Allison, Rhiannon, and Zachary. Oh, God. Hey, tell Zach I said what's up. <laughs> Shalom. I will. Goodbye. Damage. All right. Okay. Well, little NBA right there. Oh, wow. That was fun. All right. So now <laughs> let's get to let's get to the Red Sox and the Yankees. We've already gone over the Mets. At nauseum. Uh, it's a small appetizer for the main course of the Mets discussion that we're going to have every week. Let's talk about the Red Sox and the Yankees. Is there anything to even talk about? Uh, let's talk about the Red Sox. Red Sox? Fantastic team. Uh, I'm not sure. Let's talk about the Yankees. All right, here. I want your predictions on AL MVP. AL MVP? AL MVP. Carlos Correa. Nice. Wow. He is a stud. Carlos. Adam. Donaldson. I'm, I'm going to have him go back to back. I think Donaldson's going to get injured. I'm worried about his, uh, All right. here his calf already. National League. Uh Bryce Harper, dog. I like, Bryce Harper of the second place Washington National. Okay, I like Bryce again too. I got to tell you, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna predict back to back MVPs both, in both, both leagues. leagues. Wow. AL Cy Young, American League Cy Young Award is going to go to David Price. 
yeah, of your Boston Red Sox? That's a tough one. Um, no love for Chris Sale here, huh? I like Chris Sale. I don't think. Keuchel hey, how about the defending? I actually like Chris Sale. Uh, Dallas Keuchel. Dallas Keuchel's good. Sale Keuchel. I'm saying David Price. I like Sale. National League. National League Cy Young Award winner. Thor. Okay. Noah Syndergaard of the New York Metropolitans, right. the most unhittable pitcher in baseball. He looks pretty much. He is a stud. I mean, listen, I, I like Syndergaard. I think that he can be the best pitcher in the league. I oh. also think that he may pitch 180 innings this year. Uh, and and what does that mean? Well, when he goes 22 and 0 in those 180, I'm going to go with Zach Greinke. Right. You're out of your mind. Zach Greinke just went to the Diamondbacks. He let up like four home runs in his first game. Because because an entire season can be decided by the first game of the season. If that you're was true, saying Zach if Reinke. that was true, your Mets would be a zero and one hundred and sixty-two. That's a good point. But now they're two and one. AL Rookie of the one. Year, American League Rookie of the Year. I don't give know. You some, give you some time to think. Uh, Travis Shaw of the Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know of any other. Who are the other American League rookies? You're not going to go Byron Buxton here? Byron Buxton is a bust. <laughs> is a dumpster fire slash disgrace. Okay. Right. He wow. can't hit American League. He can't hit Major League pitching. Yeah. He's one of these heralded prospects. He's Adam, like the Will Myers of this year. Listen, if Joey Gallo could get some time. Joey Gallo, my friend. In, in the majors. Yeah. I like Joey Gallo. Okay. Who are you saying? Oh, you just ask the questions. You don't answer them. <laughs> I'd be happy to answer. Go right ahead. I'm gonna go Trout. Trout for AL MVP. I'm gonna go Harper for NL. I'm gonna go Clayton Kershaw for NL Cy Young. I'm gonna go Chris Sale. Chris Sale's excellent, excellent pitcher. I'm gonna go Byron Buxton. So you you're honestly saying Byron Buxton for think, American League I Rookie think, of the I Year? I think he's gonna I think he's gonna play all year. He's gonna be a center fielder all year. He's gonna play good defense. He's gonna steal forty bases. Right. He he's on your fantasy team. He is actually on my fantasy team. The Elm City Inc. has so, Byron yeah. Buxton. So yeah. how about the National League Rookie of the Year? Oh, I think that's obvious. Corey Seager. Corey Seager. What about uh? What about your uh? Is your shortstop out in Colorado eligible? Okay. Trevor Story is a god. Okay, he's on a pace for 243 home runs. <laughs> I drafted him in the 17th round in our fantasy league. He is he's had six home runs in four games. He has like 30 RBIs already. He is a monster. He's like the Godzilla monster unleashed on the National League. I, I Hello. Think, I think, <laughs> okay. I, I, I just I fell asleep during that one. Yeah, I, I, I lost I consciousness I, somewhere. I, I, yeah. No, but seriously, I, I honestly wish I had a bottle open here. What do you guys think about Trevor Story? Keith Fanoff, the Oracle of the LOB, told me a couple days ago that he thinks that if he had Trevor Story, he would sell him high. Sell high. You really think so? It's Colorado, man. He's going to go on the road at some point. They haven't played at home yet. Uh, no, case. actually, no, no. That's they, <laughs> also no, also. Also, also, not true. also not true. Also not true. Right. I am less factual than like Donald Trump, for God's <laughs> sakes. Okay. But I will say, right, the fact check police have nailed me on that one. But the opening series was in Arizona. Actually, Derek Slap, a friend of the program, 
Was that the second game of the season? I mean, p- pitcher's ballpark. I mean, uh, hitter's ballpark. You know, Slop is on the way to Cuba. I hope he brings me home some cigars. Yeah, I was going to say. He couldn't come on the show today because he He's and his going daughter are going on a Goodwill baseball trip. The players from West Hartford are going to Cuba. I, I, I stopped paying attention after I was thinking about some cigars. Yeah, so. uh, I hear you. I was also thinking about the uh, the line for the Phil Oaks song, you know, I believe in God and Senator Dodd and keeping Castro down. But Starling yeah. Castro? What what the hell are you talking uh, about? It's, it's an old folk song. Old, anyway. Old folk song? I, so, what the hell happened? All right, place? in our last couple of minutes, why don't we get a little, uh, so, a little Tr- Trevor pre-mortem, pre-mortem on the Yankees. Let's have a little prediction from Adam Joseph on his beloved... Yankees. Well, I think like with any baseball team, any team, any sport, uh, health plays a big, big role. I love that Mark Teixeira is going to the final year of his deal. How about this? Because I think he wants to get paid one more time. What's the over? What do you think the over under is on the uh, Yankees wins for the year? Uh, probably eighty seven wins. Eighty five and a half. Okay. What do you take? I, I think they'll go eighty seven. I, mm-hmm. I, I think they'll win eighty seven games. I don't know if that's enough to uh, get a, get a wild card spot. Yeah. I'm taking the over too. All right. How about you? I don't think they got it. I'll go under. So you're taking the under for on, on 85 wins. Yeah. I don't know. There's something about the Yankees. I mean, look, they are mediocre. We all know that. I mean, the Red, the Red Sox are 86 and a half. I wouldn't take that either. To be honest with you. I'm taking the over. Mm-hmm. Although, I, according to me, I've taken the over on every team. I know. So you're, yeah. I just, your credibility is really just no, 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 questionable. No. I've taken the over on I the think Mets. The, I think the bronze naked band next to you statue is affecting your... Psyche yeah, what play. is we don't do the show for three weeks. There's like bronze statues of naked men on the desk. What is happening to this studio? I don't know, but it's clearly intimidated you. <laughs> Listen, I'll give you a dollar to take no, it. No, you're you. like glaring at me the entire show has intimidated me. <laughs> but no, I will not be intimidated. I will not stop talking about the Mets. I will not stop bragging about look, our colleague, Mike Francesa, <laughs> has said <sighs> that he believes the Mets have the greatest rotation okay. in the history of baseball. Okay. Okay. And if he's willing to say it, then I'm willing to say it. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. All right. In Anything last else? minute sports news, what did you think of uh, Roman Reigns becoming the new WWE uh, heavyweight champion? Ah. Uh, when he beat Holly Holm. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, that, I, I think he took out Triple H. Took out Triple H. Oh, boy. Oh, Triple H. I thought Triple H was a disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't, can't make any of this up. Yeah, I can't and, make it uh, up. Roman we're, Reigns. We're definitely not rusty for, uh, after our four-week break, but... Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> this was much better when I was drinking in the studio. Yeah, I'm like sick. I would agree. Yeah. Let's get some firemen in here. I would agree. All right. This well, has been... Well, I won't jump right to fun, but you know, it was something. It was it was a way to kill it was an a hour. good show. We're back. We're back. Oh, you're back. Yeah. <laughs> you're back. back. Yeah, you're back. back. You are back in Metz bliss. I will look, say shalom. Look forward to having cousin, cousin Mitch back on sometime in June. Shalom from New Haven. <laughs> cousin <laughs> Mitch will be back on for the NBA Finals. We'll be we'll be we'll, we'll be doing we'll, a recap we'll, of we'll the Seder. We'll have him on right before Game Seven. A recap of the Seder. Anything else? Get the hell out of here. Oh, boy. (laughs)